Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Uh, Karen says there must be another way, a more constructive way, uh, talking about these boycotts here in South Africa. Well, maybe there is. Maybe there is another way. And it's funny we should mention that because our next guest, Dan Ferriman, is a speaker. He's a researcher. He's a podcaster. And uh, he's a, the executive director of Sharaka. We wanted to understand and get a little bit more about uh, the, the organization and what it is that he is involved with. Dan, a very, very good morning to you. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing? Pleasure. Good morning to you. Good uh, night for me. I'm on the West Coast oh, gosh. of the United States on an international speaking tour trying to uh, raise awareness and spread a message of peace and unity and that uh, all people of good conscience need to be standing together against uh, extremism and against Hamas and Hezbollah and the other terrorist groups in the Middle East. So tell me about uh, tell me about the, the this uh, your organization and uh, and uh, how this uh, how you go about promoting this message. Sure, the organization is called Sharaka, which is an Arabic word. It means partnership, and this is uh, a non-profit, non-governmental, founded by young uh, Israeli. Uh, Emirati, Bahraini, and Moroccan social entrepreneurs. It's a very unique organization in that we jointly run and manage the organization, and every uh, country's aspect of it is very authentic and done by, by people from that country. So it's not an Israeli telling an Emirati or a Bahraini telling a Moroccan what to do. Uh, every every person puts their own cultural. And, and national and linguistic and religious stamp on it so that it is a very authentic project mm-hmm. and it's meant to bring a human uh, non-political human dimension to the Abraham Accords the, the historic agreements of course signed uh, between Israel and the UAE <coughs> Israel and Bahrain in uh, the summer of 2020 and with Morocco and Sudan joining later that year and it says uh, something very simple. It says that uh, the peace agreements were signed by governments, and it's now it's us, uh, the people, who have to make them real, uh, robust, and long-lasting on the on the cultural level and the popular level. Mm-hmm. So we, we come together. We bring uh, influencer and journalist delegations from different countries to Israel to learn, to see for themselves, to engage, to build relationships. And uh, thankfully, uh, two and a half years after its uh, founding, um, we have engaged with hundreds of people, um, all the way from Pakistan in the east to Morocco in the west, and um, with uh, prominent uh, journalist uh, expats and thinkers from various Arab countries who live in Europe and, and the United States. So is the focus, a, a lot of the focus, the Arab community itself, so what do you mean? The Arab community around the Middle East? Yes, yes. Yes, uh, we're trying to engage with mainstream communities to help them understand uh, the ones in the Abraham Accords countries, first and foremost. Uh, who is this new friend that their governments decided they were signing peace agreements with? As it turns out, many, many people in the Arab world were uh, educated, miseducated for very long uh, by by their schools, by their societies, by the media and social media, uh, actors like Al Jazeera, uh, who, who share a very 
a false, very misleading narrative um, of the founding of Israel, of who are the Jewish people, um, of the conflict um, with, the, with the Palestinians. And so there's a lot of information to, to undo, but there's also uh, an element of building empathy because uh, we are, after all, um, humans. And, and once you connect human to human, we realize, hey, we like the same music, we eat the same foods, uh, we love our families and we have children and we enjoy sports and travel. And, uh, and guess what? Uh, Judaism is, is actually very similar to Islam and we're, we're, you know, the languages we speak are similar and the foods we eat are similar. And we find there's so much more that unites us than divides us. It's so true. It's it, it's incredible um, how that is how that is the case. I, I, I did a uh, I ran a panel for an organisation here in South Africa where we did exactly this. We brought people from all sorts of uh, cultures, religions, ethnicities together, and what we all found was that we all share a grandmother. Everybody's grandmother is the same. We all get into trouble or got into trouble for doing the same thing with our grandmothers. And it actually became, uh, it actually became such an interesting point that when you start to see that um, and you see how food plays a part. And by the end of this, this panel, and, and we didn't anticipate it going in that direction, we were, everybody was sharing recipes. And we actually put a bit recipe book together uh, with all these different foods. And it was just, a, just an interesting thing because at the end of the day we really all do want the same thing well most of us do uh, but you know the, the 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 problem is when you've got extremists when you've got the Hamas uh, extremists in the world they don't want the same thing and that's when things go wrong exactly right and you know uh, the, the extremists are trying uh, to divide they're trying to sow hatred they're trying to perpetuate the conflict um, and they're backed by um, extremist governments, extremist media organizations who uh, share false information and propaganda, uh, who never share the good stories, the stories of the Abraham Accords. Um, and the mainstream media, I have to say, is also not doing enough to share all the positive stories. Um, and so, you know, if, if, if all you do is live between the media and social media, um, you, you get sucked into this echo chamber of hatred and fear of the other, and um, it just perpetuates uh, violence and stereotypes and, and, and hatred and fear. Mm. And so we're trying to undo that the best we can with uh, our limited capacity. In terms of uh, speakers, where you say you're on, uh, you're on a tour on, on, in the United States, what is the, who, who, are you, who is the type of speakers? So we, um, on this specific tour, we have our... Uh, um, for example, our uh, Arab Gulf Affairs director, who is a Bahraini woman, uh, is an author and, uh, and a social media personality. We have another uh, Bahraini gentleman who's a political science professor. Um, we have a Moroccan civil society activist. We have an Israeli Arab Christian uh, who's working for coexistence in Israel. And, um, and myself, an Israeli Jew. Uh, with a background as a geopolitical researcher and speaker. <clears throat> uh, we're going around, we're speaking um, on university campuses, which have been absolute hotbeds of extremism, uh, pro-Hamas, uh, anti-Israel, anti-America, anti-West extremism. We're going around to uh, different faith communities, 
Jewish, Christian, where we can Muslim communities, although it's very difficult to find Muslim audiences who are um, who are w communities who are willing to engage in dialogue at this time. Uh, we're connecting with uh, civil society actors. Uh, we're connecting with uh, politicians on various levels. Today we met with two uh, members of the United States Congress. Uh, last week we met with members of the California State Assembly. Uh, we're speaking in educational conferences and we're trying to build um, a new narrative about the Middle East um, that is uh, healthy, it's inclusive of Israel. Um, it's inclusive of Israel without shying away from the difficulties. Um, no country is perfect, of but uh, yes, but uh, um, one that is inclusive of Israel on the on the premise of the Abraham Accords. And at this time, post October seventh, uh, you have Arabs from around the region, including those that live in Israel, mm -hmm. explaining very clearly to people um, in the West who who have been supporting whether it's calls for ceasefire or that Israel is committing genocide or, or inadvertently supporting Hamas, explaining to them from the perspective of, of educated Middle Easterners who have traveled to Israel extensively or live in Israel, the truth about what's happening um, and, and what is Hamas, what is the radical access, who is Hezbollah, and, and what do they actually want to achieve in the region, which is chaos and destruction, and that the Palestinian people are the ones suffering the most from Hamas. Um, and so we're trying to, to go around and kind of expand the coalition of sanity uh, here in the United States. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is where we leave it. I'm certain that uh, we'll be chatting to you again, uh, maybe perhaps to, to some, of your, some of your speakers and creating a little bit of a link to share some of these stories and to share a different type of a narrative. Uh, fascinating, Dan Ferman, uh, speaker, researcher, podcaster, executive director of Sharaka. Thank you for the work that you're doing and for taking the time to chat to us.